Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your flight 69 to Dubai. Hello and welcome back to episode 11, legs 11, of the Curry Race Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome back to all our regular listeners, which is basically Bill's dad. And for (laughs) anyone new, uh, welcome to our friendly fantasy football podcast, loosely based on our fantasy football league, the Curry Race. Uh, I say loosely based because we often end up on a long, long, long way away from fantasy football. Um, Anyway, I'm Dan James. These two studs. Uh, Bill Guppy and Nick Hurd. Welcome back, boys. Oi, oi. Is that the nicest I've ever been to you? That is, yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm impressed. You can be kind. I can be kind. I just want to quickly, before we begin, and ask you both how you are, so you've got two minutes to think of what you've been doing this week. Uh, Thank Mark the Sausage King Humes for filling in last week. He was a uh, fantastic... He was supposed to be a guest, but I wasn't feeling too great last week, so we... He basically made up a, a three again. So thank you, Mark. Well done. He did, and he did very well. He tried to... I always find the thing with nicknames, right? So we nicknamed him the Sausage King. We came to that as a thing. But when people try and do their own nicknames, I'm not a big fan of that. He tried to coin himself the Waver Wizard. Yeah, the Waver Wire Wizard, wasn't it? But yeah. I was listening on the way to work, and I'm sure I, I nearly crashed the car when he called himself that. Yeah, that's not really what you do, is it? No, you can't give yourself a nickname. It's like the Rossatron. Is it in Friends? You can't sort of keep that going. I was not wanting to live in a world where the Waver Wire Warrior or Waver Wire Wizard (laughs) existed. (laughs) To be fair, he didn't make a bad pick, did he, Bill? No, no, he did not. No, I am slightly surprised you're here, Bill, but I suppose we'll talk about the results and the, uh, the Waver Wire results later on um i have got a little game for you as always we sort of try and begin the podcast with either a draft game or a sit or start game that we've played i've got a new game and it's called guess who which as you can imagine by the name is loosely based on the game guess who first one has never won a waiver wire warrior oh you've you've seen my notes have you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but I'm going to give you three clues you'll each have the ability to answer after the each clue if you get it right on the first one four points get it right on the second one two points if you get it right on the third one point this could get embarrassing it could get embarrassing um, I just need you both to take a plea that you will not be cheating during this because obviously we're still in lockdown so we are on Zoom. I can't see your hands. I can't see your screens. <laughs> can, I, can I jump in quick with Nick saying this game could get embarrassing? Could it get as embarrassing as Nick not understanding how odds worked that time? <laughs> Still yes, going. it could get that embarrassing. Um, oh, I'll try to pick players that you might know. Um, unfortunately, and here's a clue, there's no Cardinals, Nick. That means there is a Bronco then. 
Uh, no, there's no Broncos either. Uh, damn. No. I wouldn't do that to Bill. I'd, I'd pick all, the left tackle and he'd know, he'd know how to do it. They're all Dolphins then. Right, are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Right, four points for the first one, two points and one point. Okay, so do you want me to put like an accent on like I'm them? Uh, can I, hang on, can I assume these are uh, American football players? They are, yeah. All oh, right, okay, fair enough. It's not, it's not bloody Donald Duck. No, I know. You're going to put the same accent on every time. It's the Curry Rays podcast, so I assume it's going to be yeah. American football. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's all tennis, tennis players from his youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got Jim Edmund on. Got, go on, Jim. Right. <clears throat> I have 50 receptions through nine weeks, which is the second best in my position. Thank you, uh, first guest. So I have 50 receptions through nine weeks, which is the second best in my position. Any penalties for guessing too early and getting it wrong? No, no, you can guess now for four points. If you get it right, four points. If you get it wrong, we go on to the next next clue. DK Metcalf. Um, Bill, do you care to guess? Stefan Diggs. Okay, you're both incorrect. We'll move on to the clue number two. So this is still the same player, so I'll put on the same exact accent. I'm six foot six and 255 pounds. You sure I was wrong? Six, six. Six, six, 255 pounds, 50 receptions, which is the second best in his position. Is this this, this season, I assume, over the first nine yeah, all, games of this all, season? All the stats are this season, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Travis Kelsey. I have no idea. Bill's guest travel, Travis no, Kelsey. I would Nick? say Kelsey's first in his position in receptions. I'm thinking it's a receiver. Six, six. I was just about, I'm, I'm going to go Will Fuller, but I don't think he's that tall. You're both incorrect. Uh, right, third and final clue. Uh, Nick, it's your turn to go first. I used to play my home games in Oakland, California. Fuck me, I was going to go for that one. Used to, so now doesn't. So now does he play them in Las Vegas? <laughs> ah, Raider, six six, fifty receptions. Is it Josh Jacobs? Bill. Darren Waller. Darren Waller is correct. Oh. One point goes to Bill. I was going to go for Darren Waller after last time, but Nick, you tried to trade for him like one week ago. Yeah, I don't look that deep into how many receptions he's had over nine weeks. <laughs> no, but I thought you might. You did the tight end, never crossed your mind. I was on receiver, and then I was thinking of receivers in Las Vegas. I couldn't think it was any of them. So next best, didn't, didn't I think. I believe that. that, talking about 50 receptions, that Kamara has 60 receptions, because I was looking at that earlier. Yeah. Which is obviously the, the most for running back. Right, player number two, uh, Bill, you're to go first. I've had 124. Oh no, hang on, I haven't put an accent. Yeah, where's on. your voice? <clears throat> I've had 124 rushing yards, which is the 15th best in the league, and 2,272 passing yards, which is the eighth best in the league. I sound like bloody uh, Kevin and Perry. So 124 rushing yards which is 15th best in the league, 2,272 passing yards, which is eighth best in the league. 200 rushing yards over 10 games? Uh, week, week nine we're in. We're just done. So, like, 
25 a game or something like that, maybe. Yeah, it's not one of the not one of the Russian quarterbacks, I don't think. I'm trying to think of you. You know, you kind of know your top five passing yard leaders, don't you? And a lot of them aren't I'm Russian, gonna, so you got to think out of that top five. Twenty. I'm going to go for something. I'm going to go for the person that I already thought I shouldn't have gone for when we discussed it before we came on. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Nick. Two Minshew. No, both wrong. We're going to move on to clue number two. Worth two points. I'm third in passing attempts and I'm third in passing completions in my first year on this team. It's Nick to go first. Third in passing attempts and third in passing completions in the league in his first year on this team. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Bill? Teddy Bridgewater. We're going to go on to the third clue. <laughs> oh, no. We're shit at this. Third clue. I am a Heisman winner. I, I, know. I have no idea. I have I absolutely no idea. I think I know. Right. I'm going to have to pass this over yeah, to Nick. No, Nick. Nick? I could be in, on, right on the wrong track here. Is it Baker? Baker Mayfield? No. Shit, did he win the Heisman? Uh, yeah, he did win the Heisman. Oh. Any uh, other guesses? New teams, I'm trying to think. New teams. You're, you're, you're forgetting rookies. Yeah. I'm going to go Justin Herbert then. <laughs> no, he didn't win the Heisman. Who won the Heisman? He plays for Cincinnati. Oh, Burrow. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boys. He's our first overall pick in the draft. Yes. It's so that's no, no, no points for any of you. The listeners yeah. are literally, like, they're crashing their cars now, thinking of that. Yeah. Um, right, player three. Nick, you're to go first. I have fumbled... <clears throat> I have fumbled the ball the most times for anyone in my position. So I have the most fumbles for anyone that plays my position so far. Zeke. Correct. Oh. It's in. Suck on Zeke, Bill. <laughs> Four points for, for, for Nick. Did you um did you know that, Bill? Not Didn't before he run. took him on me from me in a trade. Mm. Scored six touchdowns, but hasn't scored in four weeks. And the final clue would have been the past week my team was down to its fourth string quarterback. Rough. Rough Last go, Bill. You've got a chance to t- to win if you get this first first clue. Yeah. What are the scores? You are winning four one. I play wide receiver, and have thirty point two percent target share of my team's targets, and I'm currently wide receiver seven on the season. That was my favourite accent so far. I think. DK Metcalf. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say DK as well. We will move on to clue number two. No, I'm lost. <laughs> okay. Right, Nick, you can make it a proper smash in here with this. I have four touchdowns, which is not good. But luckily, you play in a PPR league. So my 62 receptions would have been handy. 
That's second in the league. So second in the league in receptions with 62. And he scored four touchdowns. Calvin Ridley. Bill. Stefan Diggs. Nope. Stefan Diggs has the first amount of receptions. So you're, you're on the right tracks. Right, final clue. Bill to go first. <laughs> I have a rookie throwing me the ball. Keenan Allen. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, right, so I've won. Final score. Nick four, Bill two. That, that was... Um, and I yeah, gave you the game. answer on that last one. <laughs> Yeah, if anything, Nick, you've been disqualified for breaking the clear rules. Oh. Clear rules of me to go first. It was done. Yeah. Stop the count, Edward. So, Nick's won uh, an inter-game or in, inter-podcast game, and Bill's lost, not for the first time in these games that we play. Um, so, that's that's that. Shall we get on to some news? Let's go. I like yeah. that. That was a great game. <laughs> So, news. Um, we've got, well, this week was an absolutely fantastic week for NFL games. I struggled to pick the uh, game of the week that we're going to move on to uh, later, but we got the week kicked off with the Packers beating the depleted 49ers 34-17. Uh, Josh Allen found his magic to help the Bills beat the Seahawks in a thrilling 44-34 game, which... Does it put Josh Allen back in the MVP race, having beat Russell Wilson? Has he ever been in it? I would have said it the first four weeks he was in it. Maybe. Possibly, you know. He, um... Yeah, he had, he's had a bad couple of weeks. I have him on my fantasy team, and he's had a couple of underperforming weeks that you'd expect from him. Um, but, yeah, this was the highest-scoring game of the week, 78 total points. So, a One bit day, harsh that we're not... We're not talking about it. Uh, yeah, I was gonna on. say, what, what, one name I've not heard in the uh, MVP race is Kyler, Kyler Murray. But the Cardinals are the number one offense for scoring points, most yards, production. Yet, yeah, I've not heard him mentioned. Well, that's the thing is uh, they talk about um, Russell Wilson being the favorite. But I think if you directly compare his stats to Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is better in every aspect of, yeah. of the game. Yeah, but fun, they're saying this is like it's what it's going to be with um, the Jordan years. I don't know if you know much about Jordan, how he wasn't voted league MVP enough because it was given to people that they felt deserved it rather than won it. Right, yeah. So it's not always given to the best player. There's this big thing, isn't there, that Wilson's never received an MVP vote. So Yeah, never. That's yeah. Mad, like Super Bowl, so, Super Bowl wins under his belt and the lot. Yeah, uh, you guys covered the Steelers last week who tried to throw away their undefeated record but eventually beat the Dakless Cowboys 24-19 which looked like a bit of a upset for a long period of time. Yeah, that was touch and go for a while, that. The story of my fantasy sort of like trades and pickups and drops was that I dropped CD Lamb <laughs> and then saw and literally as I pressed drop to pick up somebody else he scored. We were talking during that, that thing, weren't we? We were talking mm-hmm. during, you were like, I've got to drop him. And uh, then he scored immediately. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is funny if, you, if it's not Bill. Um, Tua 
the main man at the Dolphins now maintained his unbeaten start as a Dolphin by beating the Kyler Murray we just mentioned, uh, 34-31, which is another game that could have been the game of the week. Two up, coupled with the Miami Dolphins defense, sort of secured that. That Um, was frustrating because I watched early games, Seahawks lose, and thought, yes, let's do this, Cardinals, get out there, beat the Dolphins. They were just scoring on each other, weren't they? It was was mad. It was. I don't know if we don't know if we actually mentioned it last week or like my last week, but the Dolphins are turning into like a sneaky good team. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, right? That's what I was going to say, that it's odd to see the Dolphins doing things. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's odd to see them win. <laughs> You're like, what? Is this what it was like to live in sort of like the, the 80s, 70s and stuff? Like, <laughs> Marino, so yeah. for ages. And um, the thing is, we've got more and more more picks next year as well. We've got the first round pick from uh, the Texans, I think it is, who are currently fifth in terms of draft capital. So we'll draft where they're picking from. So yeah. there was, there has been rumors that the reason they've started to are so early is so that they can um, see if he's got the it factor so they can draft another quarterback if they need to. But yeah, so far he's looked like, looked like he's, he's okay. It's that Dolphins defense. I wonder if it is a case of we need to sort of, perform above our station to give Tua a chance. Yeah. Don't put him in his position that he's he's got a chunk of ball, score loads of points, but that defense has just turned up every week. Yeah, I mean we we've um we we paid up for a lot of free agents in the off season for on, on defence and we took quite a few of the Patriots guys, obviously with Flores being an ex Patriot, he's taken like Van Noy at linebacker. Um, is it Xavier Howard that's the highest yeah. paid quarterback? So, I mean, I was watching the game and I said in our in our group that he was covering Hopkins, who actually only got six fantasy points. So I don't know his actual stat line, but six fantasy points, considering what he's got, shows how good that Miami defense is. Anyway, enough of them. I'm going to start sounding like Bill in a minute. Um, yeah. Oh, the Dolphins <laughs> defense. <Right. laughs> uh, Breeze spanked Brady 38-3. Which was the Monday or the late Sunday night game, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know where did their fantasy points come from because Michael Thomas didn't do anything, Kamara didn't do anything. There was a lot of unnamed scoring touchdowns this week, even in the early window. Sitting watching that, there was some big guys receivers scoring touchdowns who you probably <laughs> got in the deepest leagues, but not not our leagues. They're all, they're all on my team. And with uh, Mark Hughes <laughs> saying, "Don't play MVS for Green Bay," he's got yeah. twice. Uh, that well, the waiver wire um, wizard. Yeah, the wizard. wizard. Uh, the Falcons have become not Spursy, and they managed to keep a lead, beating your Broncos bill thirty-four twenty-seven. It was close. Another yeah, fourth quarter. Close. Another another like couple of minutes in that fourth quarter, and I'm sure they were alive. I see. At one point, the Falcons were ninety-four percent likely to win. So. That's when I sort of went, oh, I wonder I if... I did say that in the group, didn't I? Is this yeah. the time to bet on the Broncos? Yeah. And they were... Jerry yeah, Judy showed up. Yeah, Jerry food. Judy, one of the several wide receivers we've spoken about. Uh, finally, we've got the McLean Brothers Panthers threatened to beat the current Super Bowl champs, uh, the Chiefs, but failed in a 33-31 defeat, which saw a return of Christian McCaffrey, um, which was a, not a welcome sight for me who played him. <laughs> like welcome back. Yeah, Been welcome back. Highest running back of the week. Yeah, thirty-seven 
just over 37 points in total. Um, he got 69 rushing yards, 82 receiving yards. I think he was 10 for 10 on receptions or something absolutely stupid. They didn't hold back. But moving on to injuries, um, he's now got a shoulder injury, which we picked up on the final drive. Um, and now he's a doubt for week 10. Yeah, which Nick Nick's got to be uh, Nick's got to be happy with. Nick, yeah, Nick's got his fingers crossed because he plays Rob week ten. So uh, he's day to day at the moment <clears throat> with a shoulder injury after returning from his ankle injury. Uh, David Montgomery, who Nick, you were raging about in the uh, the WhatsApp group at the weekend. Yeah, David Montgomery is just the most boring player to watch, especially watching <laughs> Red Zone. The dude gets like a yard. Of- time he gets a yard of carry and then it flicks to Dalvin Cook who's ripping off 70 yards yeah. cannot make Straight. that first man miss yeah, that's like comparing tackled. a frozen pizza to a, uh, like a full on Papa John's yeah, yeah but still you think a, a professional running back would be a bit more I don't know he seems to like trundle out 12 points a week and you go oh, okay fair enough but you watch him it's awful I don't know how he does Boring. it well, either way, you might not have to start him next week because he's in concussion protocol. Oh, he's um, on along... the <laughs> He's, bench, he's on the warming it. Yeah. Uh, David Johnson, also in the same protocol, who uh, exited the game early this week. Carl Allen, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah. Dislocated his ankle, he's out for the season. Only showed that once, didn't they? Yeah, they showed it once and didn't show it again. It looked a bit gruesome, didn't it? Um, similar to Dax injury. And we've got a host of COVID, new COVID cases, have we? Yeah, um, uh, Big Ben's been, yeah, he's been put on COVID today. I see that he got put on it instantly after the game. So that makes me wonder whether or not. Sorry, but I did see on his report on the fantasy app um, after the game that he had injured both knees. And <laughs> it just, my mind flashed to his run when everyone went on the group and commented that you don't see Big Ben rush and that was his rushing. I thought, oh, I remember the first time I ran. I remember, yeah, I remember yeah, same thing that happened to we, me. I saw earlier on, Roethlisberger, Vince Williams, Jalen Samuel and Gerard Hawkins are all landed on the list, right? Mm. They've got to isolate for five days and we'll have to pass COVID-19 tests throughout the week before being able to play next week. Now, I might be skewed by the fact that Steve and I face off next week. He has Ben Roethlisberger. If Ben Roethlisberger didn't have it on Sunday and the next game is on Sunday... And COVID has like an incubation period of two weeks. He surely will still have COVID then. It doesn't just clear up miraculously. No, they but I think they have protocols, don't they? Where if, the, if you have three negative tests over the week, you can play. That's what happened with Matt Stafford. Because he might not have <laughs> it. He might just have he've had a close contact. But... He won't practice all week, but he might still play. But... It's an NFL team. They'll just... Uh, they know, pay how, up, pay they know how it goes. Yeah, I mean... To be honest, whether he plays or not, if he doesn't train with the team, I mean, I had Matt Stafford this week who played after being in self-isolation. He got eight points and was benched. So, yeah, sounds like my four. Um, <laughs> for that dude that used to play for the Broncos, who just played everywhere, eight different teams or something. Sounds about right. Was it yeah. Chase Daniel? Chase Daniel. Yeah. I think no. it was. Chase Daniels. Yeah. So he's had seven different teams and his whole like stat line came up on the NFL network of things he's done. And it yeah. was like journey. It was, journey it, was just one, it was one bullet point, not a lot. Yeah, earned, 30, yeah, earned 38 million quid just by sitting behind yeah. a starting quarterback warming the, uh, warming the bench. 
right, we have got some better news of returning players. So Nick Chubb um, looks like he might return in week 10, which is good news for Rob, um, returning from an MCL sprain he suffered earlier in the season. Uh, Miles Sanders returning from a knee injury uh, may return for week 10, which is good news for Steve. Bad news for Bill, who's playing Steve. Is that correct? I am, yeah. Um, Joe Mixon, on you. good news for you, though, Bill. Yeah, uh, may, may return week 10. They don't really know what's wrong with him, do they? I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> no. Um, but Just got a massive contract. Massive contract. Lazy artist, yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler, hamstring, not back for week 10. So I don't know why I put that in the positive return news, but there you go. <laughs> there he <laughs> He's is. Out. He's it's still an out for a couple of weeks, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So week 12, I think they said. Um, in other news, just quickly, because we've sort of moved away from the other news segment. Um, this one's for you, really, Bill. Uh, Gunnosaurus returned to Arsenal Football Club today. Which I'm He's not back. entirely sure about. What the, f- like, what the fuck was he, like, he just there in a stadium? Oh, I thought you was like part of like his crew. Well, but at least announce it on a match day. They just announced it on a random Tuesday. <laughs> like, during an international break. <laughs> to be, yeah, during an international break. Like, that's the, probably the worst time to have brought him back. But I'd like to, um, I'd like to say that some, because we had some listeners that they might have spoken to another. They say you're only sort of like seven levels of person away from like the president of the US. So I'm hoping that someone is someone and someone and someone have actually got it back to uh, the owners and said, stop paying Rocky the Mountain Lion 600 grand and get <laughs> get old get old Gunner back. Put some pennies in Gunner's pocket. Yeah. I think that's there. Can we just quickly, while we're on other news, Yeah. it was it is eight years since the butt fumble. Soon, 22nd of November, 2012 is when the butt fumble happened. That game happened, didn't it? New, uh, the Patriots and the Jets. Yeah. It was sort of like an anniversary game. But away from the butt fumble and how hilarious that was, I think we've got a similar thing happened in the West Ham game. The equivalent of the butt fumble happened in that. Yes. Oh, the penalty. That penalty, man. I need to get it out there because it was the soccer equivalent, I think, of the butt fumble. It's <laughs> so <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, so for anyone that hasn't seen it, West Ham played Fulham at the weekend and West Ham are winning 1-0, which is unusual to start with. Um, what is unusual is they conceded a 95th minute penalty. And was it Adamoa Lookman? Is the yeah. player um, that was put on penalty duty? Who? What's 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 the penalty called? Is it a penenka? penenka. He did a penenka. Yeah. I say he did a penenka. He didn't really do a penenka, did he? He penenked. Uh, the West Ham keeper dived, like with his like fully with his chest. The term <laughs> with your chest. He dived properly, and then was able to get back up from the dive onto his knees and catch the ball. Before it had got anywhere near his goal. Now, oh no! Big players, Lionel Messi, right? Messi would probably do it. I've seen him do a few, right? He'd, he'd have banged yeah. it, even if he'd penned it. But he's a world-class footballer. He would have, he would have roofed that. He'd have put that in the top corner. Harry Kane, great penalty taker, would never have done that. Cristiano Ronaldo, arrogant as he is, would never do that. Adama Lookman is rated seventy-four. No, he's not. He's rated sixty-four on FIFA. And he's doing that. 
similar to Mark, uh, similar to um, mm. Mark Fentress thinking that he was able to run on the Patriots in their prime yeah. and not fumble the ball by running into an offensive lineman's butt. So I just thought I'd raise that. I thought that was a football equivalent of the butt fumble. Yeah, good, at, good point. Eight years on. Brilliant point. Right, <laughs> we've sp- we've spoken about some of the results, so. We may as well talk about our weekly uh, game review for the game of the week, which was the AFC matchup or AFC West matchup between the Chargers and the Raiders. Now, there was lots of games to pick from as we've gone through. I mean, the Seahawks one comes to mind, 78 total points. Um, But the reason we picked this one is because it was a divisional game and it meant quite a lot. Um, It saw the two and five Chargers um, led by one of the, or the favourite for rookie of the year, uh, take on... Derek Carr and the Raiders who are four and three. So two and five versus four and three. It's quite, we're getting on now in the season. Um, so sort of the Chargers, if the Chargers lost this, they go to two and six, which really puts them out. Of, yeah. Of, I mean, they're not really in contention anyway, but any contention of a wild card spot. Yeah, the wild card pick. That's, that's, that's what's going to gonna fall in that yeah. horrible AFC AFC West place. Yeah, and if the Raiders won, or they they would go to five and three, put them put them right up there, and behind the Chiefs, obviously. So, as per tradition on the podcast, we cannot talk about the game without mentioning the uniforms, which seems to be a regular occurrence. Oh yes, the, <laughs> the Raiders played in all white minus their black socks, which I give a fair rating of six out of ten. Yeah, I like that. Yes, uh, that's, I agree that's with that. I yeah. agree with that one. Um, the Chargers, oh, that one. Okay, okay. The Chargers played in their new uh, navy, dark navy blue uniforms with the hints of yellow of the Charger bolts, which I've given an 8 out of 10. Which I think is too low. I actually really oh, like okay. it. I actually yeah. really like it. I, uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was a cool uniform. I'll be honest, I downgraded it from a nine. Yeah, I would have given that's where I would have gone with. Because I prefer the colours that are a bit more leery. It was looked really smart, but I prefer like the Broncos all orange or the Dolphins have played in like a, um, what do they call yeah. them? Like the flash flashbacks or the flash uh, colour rush. Colour rush, color rush, that's it. They're playing like the orange ones. Um, we so might we might was... have to throw in a little segment here and uh, run down our top 10 uniforms of the year. Because there's, yeah, there's, like, there's some hot unis out there. There's some hot unis, yeah, 100%. <laughs> that is definitely something we will do on maybe the, the next the next podcast. All in my basket, nothing's getting bought. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, I like that one. Pop it in the Straight basket. In. Wait. Straight in Nick's basket. You're waiting for <laughs> a discount code. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so anyway, the game, which I suppose we should talk about. Um, both teams looked quite nervous and sloppy at the beginning of the game, which I didn't know um, was if it was down to the, the importance of the game or the familiarity of the teams have of each other, obviously being a divisional game. Um, either way, both teams failed to score any points or even get any first downs on their opening drives. Um, a failed third and one by the Chargers led to a missed 48-yard field goal summed up the start. Poor start from both teams. Um, the Raiders did open the scoring late in the first quarter eventually um, with a 23-yard rushing touchdown from Devontae Booker, which you wouldn't have liked to see, Nick, as you owe Josh Jacobs. No, no, not uh, nice at all. <laughs> Devontae Booker 
ones with the Broncos, which is another yeah, way of linking it back to you, Bill. Book the Rook. Um, so he made it 7 nothing. Herbert looked really, really good once he sort of got past this first nervous, sort of in, intimidating first section of the game. He looked really good against the Blitz and started to find his main target, Keenan Allen, who he found six times in the first quarter alone. Um, helping the Chargers convert a couple of important third downs, which eventually led to a touchdown from a fourth and one from the five-yard line from none other than Keelan Ballage. Once of the... Once of the Miami Dolphins, so we're all <laughs> linking it in. Um, He's moved a bit. He's been around. Yes, I've, I've got a history of Keelan Ballage. He was the running back at the Miami Dolphins at the beginning of the year, uh, traded to the Jets, only for him to fail a medical to return to the Dolphins. They waved him. The Jets picked him up. The Jets waved him. He's now at the Chargers and scoring. Scoring um, teddies. Yeah, I think I've read today that they've already demoted him back down to the practice squad. So oh, Jesus. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> so so poor, poor fella. Um, so that made it all square. Uh, Josh Jacob did score a nice 14-yard rushing touchdown thanks to a nice block from fullback Alec Ingold. So Phew. I've put a note here. Is that the first fullback ever mentioned on any podcast ever? Joke mentioned the fullback, but the block he made on the linebacker filling the hole was brilliant. But then I haven't put it down here, but um, Josh Jacobs, it was a play where he was pushed out of bounds, but he managed to keep his feet in the air while he touched the ball on the uh, pylon. So it was really good, yeah, really nice good, play. Good effort on that. Um, we're in the second quarter now. Uh, Mike Williams finally got involved. I say that as the Mike Williams owner, um, <laughs> scratching at the app to refresh every time because he was on zero <laughs> points for such a long time. Um, uh, he gathered in two 15-plus yard um, catch and runs to set up a 27-yard strike to Keenan Allen, taking the game to 14 each at the half. I say that. It should have been 14 and a half. The Raiders decided to run a play with five seconds to go <laughs> on the clock, which they fumbled, uh, gifting the Chargers a field goal to go in at the half, 17-14 up. Absolutely mental. Five seconds to go. And they're on their own 40 or something. And, oh, yeah. Why bother? Why bother, exactly. Um, what it did do, it did seem to fire Carr up because he came out in the second half and threw a peach to Nelson Aguilar from 45 yards almost immediately after the half. Nelson Aguilar, your waiver wire from two weeks ago, Bill, who scored zero Bouncing points. Bouncing back. Yeah, I've got some, uh, I've got some, I've got some uh, love for him in a bit, so don't, don't worry okay. about <laughs> Some love as his gnarly face. The pinks um, and troughs of fantasy football. But, yeah. Um, the drive then ended with a touchdown pass to Darren Waller. Chargers running back Gabe Neighbours. Yeah, yeah never I like heard of Gabe him. Never heard of him, have you? No, like nor have I. Gabe Nabe. <laughs> Gabe Nabe. He scored a pass, um, or oh, he's got a touchdown off a pass from Herbert, who actually hurt himself throwing the pass. It was one of those classic, like what Mahomes does. He's running completely to the right and throws completely to the left. It looks like he cuts his body in half. Um but he scored a touchdown from it. Um, like I say, he got hurt making the play, which meant Tyrod Taylor came in for the two-point conversion, which he failed, unsurprisingly. Yeah, they failed a two-point conversion, which mean the Raiders led by two. Um, the game really started to heat up when AJ Hill fumbled a punt, which was recovered by the Raiders, leading to a field goal, taking the Raiders lead to five, 31-26, which is important because a touchdown would win it for the uh, Chargers. 
Um, they actually had three minutes left to drive the field and score the winning touchdown. Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert both made great third down conversions. Justin Herbert with his feet and in the air, which actually led to a game-defining one-second left play um, from the four-yard line. Um, Anthony Lynn, the head coach, decided to let Herbert decide the game with his hands and drew up a play to throw a jump ball to Mike Williams, which I celebrated with all my might (laughs) until I realised he dropped it. Luckily for the Chargers, the play was brought back on defensive pass interference, but Williams was injured, unluckily for me, so he's gone off the pitch. They actually ran the exact same play twice, um, but this time, instead of throwing to the injured Williams, they threw it to Donald Parnham. Who? Yep, Donald Parnham, yeah, Um, which was originally ruled a touchdown, and they celebrated like they'd won the bloody World Cup or Super Bowl. Probably, yeah, probably, probably, probably a better analogy. Yeah. I'd be real shocked if they'd won the World Cup. And they would have seen that. <laughs> It'd be like this. What the, the, what the fuck? Playing, playing the American football. Why won the World Cup? I'm surprised it wasn't a tennis reference. <laughs> yeah, celebrating like they'd they, won Wimbledon. They won the Grand <laughs> Slam. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. They won uh, the Robinsons Open. Look. Do not fucking curse on the Robinsons. Thank you very much. They might be a sponsor one day. Me and my tennis connections are going to get this podcast sponsored by Robinsons. Um, But eventually it was correctly overturned um, as the board come loose. I want to firstly shout out the positives. So Ashire Johnson, who was the cornerback that they targeted twice in the final play, um, managed to break up both. Obviously, Williams, he was slightly too aggressive and... uh, passing French was called, but did really well on the, the second effort um, to knock the ball out of his hands. Uh, on the less positive note, Donald Parnham. Who the fuck is there, you ask? Um, so in 2009, he went undrafted and signed with the Detroit Lions. Uh, he was waived the, save, the same year, so he didn't play for them. Uh, he was signed with the Washington Redskins after minicamp tryout and was waived by them. He signed to the practice squad of the Washington Redskins later that year, but was eventually released. He then was drafted to the XFL, um, and then he's eventually with the Chargers. Can I, can I just then query why Anthony Lynn thought it was a great, great call to throw the ball to him to win the game? Well, yeah, it, that is a fair question. What no I will one answer expects. Is, no one no expects, expects it. Um, yeah, least of all, Donald Parham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Uh, you say that he has got two receptions this year. <laughs> Good. Is, is that it? It's just nice. Uh, two receptions, forty-one yards, huh? two touchdowns. You're joking. That is his stat line for the season: two, oh, uh, two receptions, sense. two touchdowns. Makes Super. sense. But when you talk about game practice, he hasn't had a catch since week four. Yeah. Oh, week seven, sorry, against the uh, Jags. He got a 22-yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, Donald Parnham, junior, uh, number 89 for the Chargers. uh, Stenson University out of 23. Six for eight. Please don't tell me. Please don't tell me we're leading into Parnham watch. It's a possibility, Nick. A regular possibility. Anything, anything is a possibility. Um, but yeah, that that was the game. Um, obviously, the Chargers lost in heartbreak, and that probably puts them out of any. Well, they had a limited chance of getting the wild card, but that probably puts them out of it 
because they're in such a hard uh, division. Above, yeah, well, Oakland and uh, Oakland and Kansas City. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Parnham and being very economical with his with his usage <laughs> and his turning it into fantasy points. We um, <laughs> there's somebody else on my on my fantasy impact of at least that game. Uh, that I've got, and I'll mention him in a little while. Although, seems to be a thing, right? So, like, the game looks great, and the game last week looked great. But fantasy-wise, it's just crap. Like, <laughs> top quarterbacks this week. Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Locke, Aaron Rodgers. Are we covering any of those teams? No, we are not. No. <laughs> top wide receivers. Richie James, Devontae Adam, Tyreek Kill. Jacoby Myers, DJ Chark. Are we covering those games? No, we are not. We are covering a game where there was very, very few decent fantasy points to talk about. So strap yourselves in. <laughs> we'll keep it short and sweet then, eh? <laughs> so yeah. I'll start off with the, the QBs. So Herbert won the Battle of the QBs this week. 23.44 points. And oh, that's good. Yeah. You're talking about you're talking about his emergence and he's he's likely shooing for rookie of the, uh, offensive rookie of the year. He's only scored less than twenty points once this season when he's been playing. Of course, that was against Carolina in week two, which was his uh, debut. This week it could have been twenty seven point four points if those two touchdowns that Dan mentioned has gone as planned at the end. Derek Carr, he's a bit. The tale of these two quarterbacks is is um, in direct comparison to one another. I should should say because Carr got fourteen points. Only three instances this season of over twenty points. Uh, his lowest output was last week against Cleveland when he got twelve. So he's not he's not doing particularly well of late. Derek Carr, running backs as I as I said a minute ago. It wasn't really a running back week, unless you're a Dalvin Cook owner, Dan, whoop, whoop. as it is every week, and a CMC <laughs> owner. So, of course, we had Eckler, didn't play, IR, zero points. Jackson, zero points, didn't play. Yeah, he got injured on the in the first quarter, which I yeah. celebrated like a champion, the true champion. Because <laughs> Rob, Rob laid, that, uh, yeah. laid that goose. We did have some... Green Arrows, as you said, Caelan Balage, 16.4 points. Uh, Kelly, 10.9. And as you mentioned, honourable mention to Gabe Nabe, uh, <laughs> who scored four, uh, 7.4, building on his highest output of the season last week, which is 7.3. And this is when you mention our man uh, Parham. Gabe Nabe, as has had three receptions all year and has turned them into two touchdowns. Yeah. Wow. He's had one he's had one rushing attempt all year from a running back. Three receptions, two TDs, so uh efficient if nothing else. Uh Nick's Josh Jacobs, thirteen point eight. His third disappointing output in a row, I'm sure you'd agree, Nick. We've got, yeah, um, not, not what I drafted him to be, but yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the uh, double digits when they come. <laughs> the second mention for Carolina 
was that Jacob's highest output was early in the season when he dropped uh, 35 points on Carolina. Uh, we had Book the Rook from uh, his Denver days, was 12.8 points with his best, best output of the year. Uh, Receiver-wise, of course, Keenan Allen, ever-present, 25.3 points. That was his third 20-plus point score of the season. His second-best fantasy output since, and you'll probably guess it, last year. Carolina. <laughs> I've mentioned Carolina a lot there. Uh, seems to be shipping points left, right, and centre at the start of the season. Dan's Williams got 13.1 points. Could have been 20.1 points mm-hmm. if he hadn't dropped that fourth uh, fourth quarter touchdown. And um, Chargers wide receiver Guyton. Remember him from week eight? Nobody does. He scored 16.4 <laughs> points against, <laughs> against the Jags. This week, he scored 1.9. Nelson Aguilar, you mentioned, Dan. Yes, uh, I'm interested to hear this because he was your uh, waiver wire two weeks back. So listen up, 13.5 points. Brilliant. As you said, coming into the second uh, second half, scored quite a nice touchdown off of uh, a deep pass with Derek Carr. So if you picked him up when I told you to pick him up, <laughs> kept him, look at it this way. You scored 6.75 points a week. Surely, surely no, no one is picking him up after you told him to. First Liam week. Phillips, Liam Phillips messaged me and said I picked him up. Did he keep him? That's that's the question. I think did you, you ever did. find out if he lost that matchup? I don't. I didn't actually. No, I should. Uh, I'll text him whilst we're like at the end of this and see what's going on. If we can get a text back quickly, but yeah, six point six point seven five points. I'd be happy with that, Melvin Gordon. So look at it that way. <laughs> Renfro scored eight, not a week in, week out starter. Renfro, although his name comes up a lot, but that's probably if you're watching baseball as well, there's that Hunter Renfro that plays uh, <laughs> baseball. And Henry Ruggs, one of our rookies that we were all really excited about, got one point. So that's good. Yes, he did receive a nice uh, pass from Derek Carr, which he brought in under double coverage um but he was just out of bounds so close if you lost your uh match up by a small amount and you had him in your team then you were probably three inches from victory good 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 which is actually um, the name of my sex tape <laughs> or the Come name on. of somebody's team next year if uh, whoever comes uh, three inches from victory yeah so the uh the tight end story was won by darren the walrus waller Hunter Henry got 7.3 points. Waller got 13.2 points. Very good tight end, two across the season. I did see 99.9% ownership and 99% of those people, 99.9% of those started him. So where on earth is that 0.1% of fantasy users that don't have him drafted in a league? Yeah, it's probably, best it's, it's probably the family leagues that's like dad versus son. There's only two of them. And they've, both yeah. got, they've both got Kelsey somehow. So, yeah, Travis Kelsey and one of the other ones got Gronk. Hmm. Kickers. <laughs> it, was, God it, was a very, it was a very tight affair with the kickers. Uh, Badgley got eight and uh, Carlson got seven. Carlson's story was uh, a bit disappointing for him. It's only his third week that he scored less than 10 points. So... Some kicker relevance there, Dan. I know you've got something to say in a bit about your kicker, I assume. And of course, 
the uh, defences have continued their struggles from the end of last year. I remember when the Chargers were real hot property on defence. I think it was yeah. last season where everyone wanted them. But the Chargers got two points. Vegas got four points. So they're they're, they're the missing um they're missing quite a few players on defense, aren't they? The Chargers. They're missing the Bosa, the, the Bosa, one of the Bosa brothers. Yeah. And they're missing um Ingram. Is it Melvin Ingram? In, Ingram. They've got that safety doing James. He's out, yeah. isn't he? And so Chris Harris Jr. is not there. So. so they're probably missing three, maybe four starters at the very minimum, minimum, if not leaders and captains. So. So, yeah, like I say, like there's. There's stats to be had if you look into it. But thanks again for another riveting game where I can't talk about Dalvin Cook or someone decent. <laughs> That's not my fault. I do enjoy your depth into these. You go down to the, the nitty-gritty yeah, receiver the you've never heard of scored a point. I like it. <laughs> it's every fantasy player who's touched the ball or not is covered. <laughs> or not. Yeah, the depth is... Uh, Second to none, Bill. I like your well, pick me, pick me a pick me a better game next week. Can we pick? Can we vow to pick? No, I like to challenge. I like to challenge you. Can we vow? Because <laughs> it will you challenge me. There'll yeah, be you no points. There'll be no points for somebody else. For example, this week with like Devon. No, Devon Adams had MVS, didn't he? So someone like Dalvin Cook. I'll just talk about Dalvin Cook for ten minutes, and yeah. then I'll say, oh, and he scored zero, and he didn't get on the pitch. So I want a game where we. Follow the highest fantasy point scorer next week, and I can talk right, about next, next week. Well, boys that want don't get. <laughs> right, uh, well, just to let's... just to quickly add on to that. Sorry, Nick. The uh, we've spoken about Herbert being the favourite for offensive rookie in the year. He's actually joint favourite with Joe Burrow, both even even money. So it's uh, one or the other. Two are twelve to one is is the closest. Followed by Antonio Gibson at 20 to 1 for any of the, the guys that uh, like a bet. Well, I'll, uh, I'll round up this uh, segment for a game of the week. Uh, like you said, guys, the AFC West, uh, tough division, three horse race, really, behind the uh, Chiefs, uh, sitting at 8 and 1. Uh, Raiders take second place there with uh, that victory, putting them 5 and 3. And the Chargers fall to the bottom of that division, as you said, Dan, after another heartbreaking loss is becoming all too uh, regular for the Chargers yeah. at the moment, I think, isn't and it? I, I think I'm right in saying that I think they're the team that lose the closest amount of matchups last year. Yeah. Because they were on hard knocks, weren't they, this this uh, beginning of this season? And I think it covered the end of the year last year and I think they won multiple ga- or lost sorry, multiple games by one score. Yeah, it seems to be happening all over again in 2020 for them. Really, that, that division is a race for second place in behind the Chiefs, uh, sitting at 8-1. and one. So, yeah, one to watch. Will the Broncos get there? They're all fighting for that uh, wild card spot, make the playoffs. But, yeah, tough division. One of those ones where they're quite obviously going to be looking at getting wild cards rather than that automatic qualification. Yeah, um, absolutely. So it's, it must be hard for a fan of one of those teams to keep track of everyone's uh, results, not even in your sort of division, you know, mm. looking at everyone. So, yeah, so that was the game of the week. Hopefully next week we can pick one that satisfies Bill a bit more. But Please. until then, we will move on to our fantasy league and we will review 
Week 10. Nine. Spoiler alert. Three minutes. Weekly matchups. So, week nine matchups and scores from week nine. I've, I text I Liam very quickly while, uh, while you asked me. Uh, did, you pay, did you play Aguilar that week? Recording the pod now, and it'd be great if you could uh, let us know. I played him and got battered by Dalvin Cook. Oh. Just, got, just, just got slapped around. I asked him what the score was, and he said, not a score I'm proud of. That's what the score was. So okay. we'll leave it there, shall we? Well, take the positives. Bill's advice didn't cost you. Yep. That is how you'd sell your fantasy advice. My advice won't cost you a win. <laughs> if In brackets, if you're playing Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah. Right. Talking about Dalvin Cook, he was in the first matchup and score. Uh, Dansack versus Collision Low Crossers. So Dansack, obviously my team. I beat the Collision Low Crossers somehow. Uh, 167.64 to 165.32. So, That's the story of your season, isn't it? That is the story of my season. I beat you earlier in the season by less than a point. Scum. Scum. (laughs) And uh, now I've beaten Rob by a point and a half. Um, I've got here, I stole the victory from the Collision Low Crossers, uh, which makes me 2-0 against Rob for this year, and 8-7 historically. Um, So we've played each other, what, 15 times. I've got eight wins. Um, I have got here, my average winning margin against Rob this year has been 9.46 points. So, Against Rob or across the league? Against Rob. Ah. So I've beaten Rob twice by nine points. Feels, uh, feels, kind, of good. feels kind of good to snatch a win, doesn't it? I remember I beat some loser in week seven in the same circumstances. Yeah, I mean, they feel they feel great. They do feel great. I've got that. I won the matchup with a walk-off field goal by 400-year-old Nick Falk, who plays the Patriots. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, kickers. Um, he was the only kicker I've ever had that was questionable going into the game. So madness. Yeah, he's I mean, got. Go on. I was gonna say, if you're not gonna, did Rob play a kicker? Rob played a kicker and defense for the first time in like three weeks. Uh, I was going to say, if you're not going to not going to play the spots available to you, you gotta expect to. Uh, you can't yeah. be grumpy if you lose, but if he's if he's played everyone, then yeah, that's, it's unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I needed fifth. I needed sixteen points to beat Rob um, on the Monday night game between the Jets and the uh, Patriots. Um, I had the Patriots defense and Nick Falk to play, and between them got seventeen points. So. I yeah, you were really rescued by the kicker there. 14 I points. was rescued. And his his first field goal hit the post and went in as well. So <laughs> I maintain, and I'm, I quite hopefully say it, I am the worst team in history that is second seed in any fantasy league. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how I'm there. It's really, really, I don't know. Stealing victories. Yeah, I feel like when you turn up to a fantasy dress party in normal clothes, like that's how out of place I feel. <laughs> um, but I'm at there. Least you've always got, at least you've always got that mask on. <laughs> ha, ha. Um, right, moving on because I don't really want to brag about that too much. Um, Pineapple Express, 
190 points or just over 190 points beat the girly fries 184 points again just over 184 um highest scoring fixture of the week um between the two teams only one team has scored more points than steve's 184.34 and lost which was me uh, in week three and i scored 188 points and lost to james who's only actually won one game so if for those for the, the regular listeners um that was the fuck you episode when i was pretty fucked up so <laughs> let it go mate let there it go. go yeah so i imagine well i know exactly how steve's feeling um pretty upset uh yes crying cat gif i've got a little uh little stat here for you you average per game 167.89 points per game which is the most in the league so and it feels that that feels that way that i feel out of place being the best team that's sitting at third hang on james is the best team Um, yeah yeah, well james is (laughs) Depends on what you're measuring it by, Danny. If you're measuring it on points scored per game, Nick is the best team. If you're measuring it on paper, then Jim's the best team. Depends on what you're doing. Yeah, is like that paper, paper the same? Like it's I said in the group, I'm blinded. You see the names on the paper and you go, fucking hell, that's a good team. But then week, week after week, they're just not... All you do is you see James's name on the paper and go, oh, I fancy James. Yeah, something like that. Love, what a lovely boy. What a lovely boy he is. Um, But Nick, you were led by Kyler Murray, who has led your team in points in the last four or five weeks. Love it. So he is doing damage for you. If he wasn't on a bye last week, I probably would have won that. Well, And that was a trade, wasn't it? You got him in a trade. So, uh, I did from Steve. Yeah, nice. Oh God, yeah. Oh, so if you'd have uh, if you'd have had Ben Roethlisberger and he'd have had Kyler Murray, then the result would have switched. Yeah. But what what ifs and maybes? You can't really say that, can you? No. Um, so moving on to the Eagles, um, they played the Crockett Rockets. They lost. Uh, James scored one hundred and thirteen. Uh, and a half points, and the Crockett's Rockets got a victory with 130.52 points, which is going to make Steve feel sick. Yeah, yeah, Crockett's Rockets has beaten James twice in the year, Um, and uh, moves... Oh. Sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, Crockett's Rockets played Tua Tagavilola. Can anyone pronounce his name any better than that? Not going to try it? No, not going right. to try it. Okay, I'll just leave myself as embarrassing that then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crockett, Crockett's Rockets relied on Todd Gurley, four points. Jared Cook, seven points. Chase Claypool, one point. Uh, Young Ho Ku, three points. Kansas City Chiefs, two points. And still managed to win the matchup. So. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not having that. You're throwing dirt on Gurley's name. You've got 13 points, not four. No I'm joking. I was reading. I was reading James's scores. <laughs> he got hundred thirteen and a half points. Um, yeah, Todd Gurley actually got thirteen and a half. Thirteen, yeah, decent. Twenty-one touches, fifty-five yards from oh, Gurley. I imagine that is what it's like watching uh, David Montgomery. It's worse watching David Montgomery. You want some yeah, Montgomery stats? Oh, I'd love some Montgomery stats. Out the line. Ah, here we are. 14 attempts for 30 yards, 2.1 a carry. 
But three targets, three receptions for 12 yards. So even when he catches the ball, he's still bang average. So the week just passed, week nine, three of his five points were purely in PPR receptions. Oh. Oh. Good luck with your buttons on my bench for the rest of the season, Montgomery, you arse. Um, <laughs> you, you've got a real problem with Montgomery, haven't you? Exactly. Then, yeah, these were the, the two lowest scores between the Eagles and the Crockett's Rockets. So the Crockett's Rockets... Um, cheating himself to another victory uh, which puts him five and four which we'll discuss later because he's snuck into the playoff spot so he he rode the back of Russell Wilson again 22 points and two are like I've said 21 points um, apart from that the whole matchup was 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 pretty pretty terrible um, Big Willie's tight end I'm gutted I'm so gutted describe, describe your feeling when the final player had, had finished and, and you looked one last refresh to make sure and you'd beaten the Sausage King after all he, all the banter he gave you last week. Hey, we move. I'm distraught. We move. Moving on. <laughs> well, to be fair, looking like I was going to win this week, could have done with both of you losing for that top, top three battle. But I just wanted to see Mark beat you more than anything. Hey, we move. You two were getting on like ours on fire last week. You're going to move in with each other or something. Because I'm still at the top of the table. And yeah, getting back to what you said, Dan. I woke up this morning. Mark has been quite quiet today as well. I haven't heard too much yeah. from him. We congratulate each other uh, in a text. I'll probably drop him one after this. But yeah, once I saw that, I thought you were texting me yesterday as well, Dan. Like, oh yeah, in the group. He's, yeah. he's not been too bad. He's not been too bad. He's I was not, like, yeah. oh my god, should I be worried now? <laughs> the uh, he went in. Uh, he went in with an injury uh, concern as well, didn't he? he? Was cute. I think they just rotated around, did they? Rex Burkhead was in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he uh, needed. What was? It, how many points did he need? Was it something like seventeen? No, fourteen. Fourteen, Damien Harris, and he ended up with seven point one. And, and like you said, we spoke before it, and I. Th- if I was going to bet on anyone, it would have been a Mark win. The problem with Harris is that he doesn't catch anything. And, no, they used James the P- White for that. Yeah, the PPR right. league that we got. I mean, he got 71 yards and he looked really good. But, um, yeah, he did get injured in the fourth quarter, which means he didn't really get much. And his I goal mean, line stuff goes to Rex Burkhead. Rex or... Burkhead and, and Cam Newton, so. Yeah. I, I mean, was, it was, I was, a, it was a confident, game. to be fair. But that's coming from the top. That's the kind of... That's the kind of confidence you get sat at the top of the table looking down. You just you. You, know, you are it. starting to sound like early season Nick. <laughs> and look, look at look at him now. He's not even in the play. Oh, he is in the past. Um, but if I'm Mark and I'm losing by seven, six points or seven points, whatever it was, and I'm looking at Tom Brady scoring two point three. Yeah, he gave me shit last week. Sorry, state of a team. Look at you. Just look at that team. Oh, you're done for the season, mate. Can't pick up a quarterback. I feel sorry for him. These two quarterbacks didn't combine for 14 points. 15 Jimmy Garoppolo's, blah, blah, blah. A wave of wizard picking up fucking Tom Brady for two points. <laughs> two yards. I had Gronk. I had Gronk in the Tampa Bay defense, so... Uh, yes, yeah. Um, kind of. So you kind of leveled out on 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 duff ones, but yeah, yeah I mean, he, he he needs to start winning. But you could say that about everyone, to be quite yeah. honest, couldn't you? Um, what I've got here, you've you now took the two little lead against Mark this year, um, making you, 
you go ahead 3-2 over the past two seasons against Mark. So you've got a historical win and obviously this year unbeaten. Um, Patrick Mahomes led your team in points through four touchdowns. Um, and he's led your team in points for the last three or five weeks with 30.88 yeah. points this week. So impressive he stuff. Quick. He didn't start quick this week. After, no, being, uh, after being renamed twice, Bill, it seems like everything's coming up Millhouse. Everything's coming yeah. up Millhouse, which wasn't one of my names. Just you probably <laughs> lost out. <laughs> um, so for the guys that can't uh, see the league, um, like we said, Bill, you sit at the top with a seven and two record. You stay where you are. Uh, I stay where I am, second with six and three records somehow, which is incredible. A win win streak of two. Bill, you're on a win streak of three, so you're going for four wins next week. Pineapple Express somehow in third, a six Easy. and three record. Same record as me. I assume I'm above you on head to head, Nick. Am I? Yeah, one one and I so far. Because <laughs> who won our who won our matchup? You stole it, just. Honestly, uh, a few uh, weeks ago, I was looking at your team thinking, oh, I'll, I'll try and trade, could give give you a, a back or something like that. I thought, you know what, actually, no, I'm not. Because your team looks done. You look dead. <laughs> no one on it that's going to do anything. And now you're fucking second. No, you you know, do you know what? That, I read my my um, my weekly like match-up uh, review on the fantasy website. I beat my, beat my projected score every week. So I think yeah. what people need to start doing is throwing some fucking respect on the Dansack team because we are disrespected among the league members and among the fantasy league. And it's about time you put some, because after all, first of us, second the best. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crockett's Rockets. Matty boy has, has rocketed up. Crockett's rocketed up into fourth place with a record of five and four, a win streak of one. And he overtakes Rob, who's fallen out of the playoffs after his thrashing by me, uh, drops down to fifth, uh, four and five record. Same as Steve, four and five in sixth place, the Gurdy Fries. The Flatriots, the Sausage King, who was on the podcast last week, uh, three and six. So his win streak ends. Uh, back down where he belongs, really. Uh, and then the Eagles, one and eight, somehow. Six. I don't know. <laughs> a, six, a six losing streak from the best team on paper. Yeah, so James is he's holding it up. He's the strongest one of us, holding them all up. Uh, one and eight, um, yeah, losing streak of six. So I've got James next week. So let's just move straight on into the week 10 preview. I am looking forward, whether we include this or not, I'm looking forward to the narrative of Bill goes through into the playoffs in first spot, Matt goes through in the playoffs in fourth spot, one plays four, Matt beats Bill, the night. <laughs> I'm not turning that. If that happens, I can confirm to you. Take a seat. Take a seat. Right, okay, week 10. So week 10, we've only got 14 weeks to the playoff. Well, well week 14 and then the playoffs. So we're, we're, we're entering crunch time, or as they call it in the red zone, the witching hour. Um, I play James. So the 6-3 and three Dan Sack plays the 1-8 and eight Eagles. Uh, James going for his second win of the year, which would make it 2-0 and oh against me somehow. 
here's hoping. Let's go, James. Do it. Get yeah, in. Go, James. Go, James. Indian, please, go, go James. James. So there's a clear, clear favourite among the podcasters. Um, Pineapple Express is shit. Is shit ass team of six and three play the collision no crosses five and four looking for revenge after their battering this week. Nick, you're going to be without the forever talked about Tyreek Hill this week, and Rob will be without Kelsey, so that's quite a benefit for you. Yeah, Kelsey I, is less easily replaced than Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, uh, CMC has a bit of a bum shoulder and maybe sits out and be nice, but you know, don't yeah, like, I'm not wishing got, injuries because he's already got the injury. I'm wishing a slow recovery. I'm going to say. You were very, very Take quick to realise what karma is there, didn't you? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I repeat, not wishing an injury. No, he's already got it. I didn't have to do that. So take your time, Christian. Although it could be said you wished it this week for next week. No, no, no. I don't wish injuries. I'm not that guy. Um, I've got Rob's going to be looking for revenge after losing this same matchup in week three by 10 points after starting DJ Chark, who was actually declared out before the game. So you have actually spent the last 20 minutes bashing me about my luck and my judgment, and you won a matchup by 10 points when Rob played someone that was out. Well, I said, I said this after Justin Jackson goosed him. He seems to have won four games, eh, but he seems to put up an egg every week. I don't know how he does it. Oh my God, you are going through the league absolutely like making enemies, aren't you? No, he was winning games, wasn't he? It's a shame now he's, he's not won some, but he was winning games. And he, was <laughs> that he was winning them without McCaffrey. He was looking scary. Yep. And he might have Nick Chubb back, though. I don't know if he'll play, oh, yeah. but he might, Watch have, him he might have a full world. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, girly Fries, you. Uh, Bill, you've got the girly fries. Four and five girly fries to take on the seven and two untouchable Big Willie's tight Come end. Come on, Steve. Get in the Your McLean. Big Willie's tight end is so tight because no one can touch it because you're so far ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm without Patrick Mahomes. You are without Patrick Mahomes. That is true. Um, you're going to be looking to make your win streak three to four. Uh, with girly fries looking for revenge after uh, losing out to Nick this week with the second highest score. So... Bill, Bill did say uh-huh. that he has pretty much been without bye weeks until now. He's, he's looking, so that's maybe, this is the flip. Now he starts getting those bye weeks that we've all had. We've all had to suffer yes. through. Now, the down. I, I see you've, you, you've already placed Mahomes with Goff, Bill. Is that correct? Yeah. You've got uh, Zeke on a bye and Mahomes on a bye. Yeah, so for anyone listening, uh, Jared Goff, do not, do not pick him up. He plays against the Seahawks. It shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, but he's not Josh Allen. Divisional matchup. <laughs> Divisional matchup's always a low score in one. Wow. Yeah, he's top of the league for a reason. Um, and then finally, we've got um, the Crockett's Rockets. The playoff-bound Crockett's Rockets, five and four, take on uh, the Deflatriots, who, well, let's be honest, will be deflated after taking a stuffing from the owner of the stuffing. Uh, Bill, Matt looking to stay in fourth in the fourth playoff slot with only five weeks to go. Do you ever talk about Gurley? He's on a bye, which is oh, no. a bit upsetting because I'd have liked I'd I'd have liked to have seen Gurley gone off uh, and 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 Mark been enraged. And I've got a note here that Mark might be looking for a week where he doesn't get an injury. That would be nice for the for the poor lad. 
for the poor lad. Uh, he's got Hooper that's questionable, Eckler's on IR, Ridley questionable, Noah Fant questionable. Uh, Kareem Hunt obviously has Chubb coming back at some point. Chase Edmonds didn't look, looked better better running back when uh, Drake was around. But who knows? There's no yeah, friends I've, in this league anymore. I was listening to something today, another podcast, about maybe it's not that Edmonds is any better than Drake, but it's the way the Cardinals run their yeah. plays across the four downs. So the first yeah. designed plays for downs one and two are different from three and four. So when you eventually get Edmonds in and downs three and four, plays are different, end up being yeah. more efficient. So he just looks more efficient and looks better. But he's actually yeah, that- not. That's a re- that's a really good point to be fair. Like the the plays on third and fourth down have to be more positive. So the players have to be more positive. So yeah. they're, they're looking to gain six, seven yards rather than just try and get the three yards or whatever. So that is a good point. Um bye weeks, we've we've touched on it. The Chiefs are on bye week, so there's umpteen fantasy players that are gonna be on bye there. The Falcons, the same again. The Cowboys not so much, and the Jets even less. Oh, so, no. The bloody Jets. Well, you seem um, to have skipped a, a grudge match uh, for this week. I'd like to chuck it out there that it's uh, it's uh, Dan Sack Eagles. Dan Sack Eagles. That's not even a grudge match. It's not even going to be close. Yeah, because he's going to do yeah. He's going to do the double. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah, joint grudge match. Me versus James. James's only win. So I'm looking to give him a bit of a spanking. And I would <laughs> love to see. <laughs> the Crockett's Rockets beat the Deflatriots and maintain his position in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. fair. So we'll, 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 we'll look at them next week. Um, yeah, so we've, I've mentioned the bye weeks, so all we've got left to do really is our uh, waiver wire warriors with the uh, extension of the waiver wire wizard. Ooh, that's a ghost. That's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through that, you're like, shit, that's a fucking ghost. Right, okay, waiver wire warriors. Um, I think we just need to touch. Last week was tight ends. Um, obviously, I wasn't here. I need to quickly explain my Jordan Reed pick because clearly he wasn't the best pick that I could have picked. Um, but there's a historic reason for Jordan Reed and me. We go back a long way. Uh, it is down to collision low crossers, Rob, who picked him up one year um, to play me on a Thanksgiving fixture. Uh, he got a dislocated shoulder in the second quarter and I was celebrating because he'd left the game. He'd come back, scored two touchdowns with a dislocated shoulder and um, <laughs> Rob beat me. And ever since then, every Thanksgiving, Rob picks him up, even if it's just to have him on his bench. So it's like a mind game. So I thought that I could reverse that and pick him. Um, but he scored 1.3 points, which it was the lowest work. tight end score. It didn't work because it's not Thanksgiving. That's a good point, Nick. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not American. So I don't know what well, Thanksgiving is. You can, um, you now got into my head in terms of that's how I pick my players. To be fair, um, Jordan Reed, 1.3 points, who I picked as a joke. Um, Bill? I picked Robert, Robert, Robert Spring Tunyon. <laughs> Robert Spring Tunyon, <laughs> as your, who, who, who conjured up 1.5 points. <laughs> In a game where, the, where Aaron Rodgers went nuts. Yeah, so I, 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 just... picked a jo- I picked a joke player and lost my point two to your proper player. Yep. 
Um, Nick, you came in next with oh, TJ Hopkinson. 14.9 points, so good pick up there. Um, and the waiver wire wizard, self-proclaimed, the waiver wire ghost wizard, uh, Mark, uh, Evan Ingram scored 15.80 points. Now, uh, there, is, there is a second part to this, um, which is unfortunate for Mark. Um, in the group that we've got for the podcast, we submit our waiver wire warriors each week, and he did for this week. Um, I mean, we've got the proof, so this we're not making this up. He actually picked even Ingram. Who's not an actual player. Yeah, no. So, disqualified. So, he has been disqualified from the waiver wire warriors. Not so much disqualified, but he has got zero points for even Ingram, who didn't manage a single snap. Not sure. Yeah, he's, he's, been having a, he's been having a pretty dismal season, even Ingram. Slightly, yeah, he's, he's yet to sign for anyone. <laughs> but no, he got. He, he, let's, we, we'll give him the point, shall oh, we? Oh, yeah. Evan Ingram, 15.8 uh, points. So beat Nick by 0.9. Um, uh, yeah, so not disqualified. He gets the win, unfortunately, for Bill, which puts the Waver Wire Warriors scores at Nick 5, Six. Dan 3, Mark slash guest, we'll put because we can count the guests as one. He scored one for this week, which means Bill, after nine weeks of picking waiver wire warriors, you have not managed a single win. I know. Not even that. Not even that. You've not even managed like a close second. I want to bring something forth for the next episode here that's just come to me. I want... After 10 weeks, so we'll include our players for next week, 10 weeks, total combined points of the Warriors. That's a good, great oh, point. like it. Cause I Can I not have Jordan Reed 10... though? Because that was a joke. No, you've got to have Jordan Reed. You picked oh, him. Well, that's... But I'm, well, I'm going to go out there to say that Bill has Bill exceeded 10 points in 10 weeks oh. with his waiver wires. Yeah, let's do that. So we, we're doing QBs this week, are we? Quarterbacks this week. Um, do you want to get yours out of the way so people know who not to pick up? Yep. Don't pick up Drew Lock, everybody. They're playing the Ra- <laughs> they're playing they're playing the Raiders. Justin Herbert did okay, and uh, Drew Lock won't. So don't pick Drew Lock. Short and sweet. Nice. Short and sweet. Well, I've uh, I've gone for well, I think a bit of a scroll. I think it's slim pickings this week in the quarterback. I've gone for Nick Folds of the Chicago Bears. Uh, he faces Minnesota, and they are the fifth easiest matchup for quarterbacks. Um, looking at his attempts over the last three weeks, he's thrown the ball 133 times in the last three weeks. Um, I haven't got his completions, but you know, if you're slinging it that many times, you're going to have a few. So with any luck, over the last three games, he's had four touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, it's a plus matchup. Nick Foles. Hopefully he hates. Uh, hopefully he hates Montgomery as much as you do. Yeah, and keeps <laughs> slinging it up to A Rob. A Rob, who tweeted today with another gif because he still hasn't got his contract signed. So, 
Um, right, that leaves me. I was last this week, and the quarterbacks are slim, slim pickings. Um, I've actually had a last-minute change because I was going to go for Baker Mayfield, who was playing Houston, um, but he's got COVID. The boys tell me he should be cleared by Wednesday, but I, I don't trust them as far as I can throw them, and they're quite large, so they wouldn't go very far. I'm actually going to go with someone I've picked previously, I believe, um, Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, I'm hoping... Just said he's burnt you. Yeah, he has burnt me in the past. I'm going to read you out his last three, or his last um, five, five games. 26 points, 20 points, 9 points, 19 points, 12 points, 28 points. Get what, guess what week I played him? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme to this, picking players, because I've been stung in all of my losses this season by, like, bad quarterback play. And Stafford was one of them. And you've picked him up and he's done you and all. Yeah, he got eight points this week. So, Dirtbag. I mean, he's playing Tampa Bay, who just got squashed by, uh, by, by Breeze. So I'm hoping that Teddy Bridgewater can, can give the ball to McCaffrey. That's what I'm hoping. Throw it off to McCaffrey and get some yards if he hasn't got a bum on his shoulder or whatever you said he's got. Um, yeah, we're, we're wishing him well, old McCaffrey, but, you know, take your time. Get back in due course. Sort your bum shoulder out. Yeah, so I'm hoping that the Tampa Bay offense come back with some serious heat after their three points against Kansas City and he's, he's having to throw to keep up with them. So yeah, Teddy Bridgewater for me. Cool. Nice. So yeah, that, that's that for this episode. Um, hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you again, everyone, for, for listening. And um, we really appreciate it. If you've got any questions... Um, we've got a Twitter at CurryRacePod and we've got an Instagram at CurryRacePod as well. Um, yeah, if you've got any questions, let us know. Um, apart from that, who is hosting next week? For continuity purposes, it probably should be me. I was supposed to host tonight, wasn't I? So I will host in inverted, uh, inverted commas. Hopefully we're out of the lockdown sooner rather than later. Oh, we should probably say they got a, they got a bloody vaccine. They have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, after this week, Nick, what do you think of that? What? <laughs> <laughs> we, missed it. we missed the awkward, Nick, how are you at the start of the yeah. call, so I thought I'd put that on you now. Oh, no, you're, sorry, I've zoned out slightly there. How are you, Nick? <laughs> it's great news, yeah, I, I saw that uh, article. The great news, I wonder if they can uh, roll that out. Professionals, that's what we are. We are free professionals. And I'm doing great, and uh, I've been doing okay. And so not really that much. Busy. Well, the one thing I'm looking forward to with this uh, vaccine is if Dan told me it's made by the same people who made Viagra. Yeah. yeah. Slip a little bit of that in there, and everyone's uh, coming out of lockdown rocking. What do you mean, coming? <laughs> well, oh, right, okay. <laughs> so, everyone, I'm hosting next week. <laughs> Uh, as Dan said, follow the socials and we will see how badly Drew Locke got on and if we still have three glorious winners or three big fat losers next week or a collection of, uh, of, the, uh, of the two. So, as again, thanks for listening and uh, good night. Good luck. Bye. Last week with Mark, I had to do quite a bit of editing. I mean, hey, folks, he doesn't know. He hasn't planned to get that far, face. <laughs> <laughs>
us in the sea. We are going to the middle of the Indian Ocean, <laughs> where we will all plummet to our death. 